Hey everybody, I'm Lori. And I'm Matt. And this is episode two of Teacher Teacher Saves Saves World. Why can't you be more like my stapler? You know what I did today, Matt? What'd you do? I I texted Brian, our lovely vocalist from Why Can't You Be More, like my stapler, and I said, where did you get the idea for that song? Uh, His desk, right? Okay, he did. He did get the physical idea for the stapler from his desk, but he got the philosophy of the song from Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan? Yeah. He's a total, uh, you know, fan. Super fan of Bob Dylan. Super fan. He was. Idolizes him. And he thought, you know, Bob Dylan can take really like plain kind of lame subjects and just infuse power into them. Yeah. Rolling stones. There we go. A rock. Uh, Okay. A A pebble. Uh, Totally. Tumbling along. So he decides he's going to mock this and write a song about a stapler. Right. And then it became one of their best songs. Oh, it was was great. So it kind of like backfired on him in in a good way. Yeah. But anyway, I thought that was cute. It is cute. Well, we're at episode two, and um, we're in the middle of, you know, Corona land here, and we want to talk about what what is on everybody's minds, at least those of us with teenagers in the house, and it's how can families with teens make the most of the shutdown? That's going to be our essential question today. Yeah. Because it's on everybody. It's absorbing our lives right now. And we got a lot to say on it. We do. And um, we need to unpack it. Yeah. Because we got a long way to go, too, it seems. We do. We do. We do. But first, we have to get to our first segment. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, so we have two segments in the show, and we always open with, if I were principal. And today, Matt's got a few thoughts on that. Yeah. I'm, so this week, I'm going to share the if I was principal, right? This is the, the moment where we get to play boss, right? Because we always love to think, oh, God, if I was principal, I would do this, right? Totally. If I was the boss, this is what the boss should do. Us little underlings always like to- Armchair we love principal. To, yes. So if I, was the, if I was the principal, here's what I would do. I would make the primary way that I organized my teacher teams, it would be around students instead of subjects, right? So we teach at high school. And the way that we organize our teacher teams is around subject. We oh, have departments. Always. English department, PE department, science department. Wait, so, you're going to put a math and English teacher together? So our subjects drive our organization, mm. right? Our subjects. I want to put the student at the center. I want to make all of our collaborative teams, our, our PLCs, our professional learning communities, mm-hmm. centered around students. So- Yes, they would be cross-curricular, right? They would have different subjects, but what they would have in common is they would all share the same students. The most important element. Yes. So I would put the the student at the center instead of the subject. I like that. If I was principal. That'd be cutting edge. Maybe. It's happening out there. But high schools just love their departments. They do. We we are a Mm subject-first level of education. Yeah. Yeah. So students at the center. I like it. You know, I think I, I, I understand there's probably a lot of principals and counselors right now just shaking their heads. What a, you can't do that. A logistical, logistical. Yes. I'm, I'm sure there are. And I think the way it's been explained to me that you, you kind of need to be at the right size of school. Yeah. You need enough students. You either need to be small enough or big enough to schedule kids so that, they all have, you know, Mr. Smith for science mm-hmm. and, you know, Mrs. Jones for English. And they all have this, you know, they all kind of rotate through, you know, those classes so that when those teachers come together, they can talk about, hey, you know, what about, what about Timmy? Yeah. What about Stephanie? That'd right? be powerful. And, and, you know, this first hit me when we were teaching at Leisure Dam, when we were teaching at the private school in Hawaii. We had come from public education in California. We moved to Hawaii. We're now teaching public school. And it was really, I mean, private school. And Mm -hmm. it was really small, right? There was, I think, 50 50 kids per uh, per grade. 
We had less than 50 so the like, graduating class. Right. So like if you were the math teacher, you had all of the, you know, I taught algebra. So I had all of the eighth graders mm-hmm. in algebra. I taught geography. I had all of the eighth graders in algebra. So when we came together as an eighth grade team, we all shared the same students. So yeah. our, our, our meetings, we were able to end every meeting with student concerns. Yep. Kid over content. Yeah. I teach the student, not the subject. Right. That's, it's, it's corny. You hear it a lot, but it's so true because they are teenagers. Yeah. And that was, that was, it was really powerful. I remember mm-hmm. like, wow, like every single meeting. So we didn't wait. We didn't wait until things got really bad. We were always checking in. Hey, what are you guys seeing out there? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Are you guys noticing anything? Yep. You know? Like, oh, I heard these parents divorced or, oh, really? You know, that kind of stuff. Oh, I noticed. Yeah, he's been kind of, you know, putting his head on his desk, whatever. And then how do we Mm -hmm. rally and support that student? Yeah, I love it. Immediately. So student, students at the center. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know that they're, they're, you know, we kind of have that with our, you know, we're, we're starting to see these pathways, mm-hmm. these academies pop up and they kind of get that right. Because we have at our school, we have an engineering academy and those students are cohorted, co- yeah. cohorted. Yeah. And um, so they all have the same English, math, engineering teacher. And so those teachers are able to kind of come together and work and talk about students and support them more yeah. immediately where the rest of us are subject-based, mm-hmm. you know? And so we kind of don't get that. Yeah. That'd be therapeutic for teachers. Too. It would. It you would. Know, uh, just to know that you're not maybe the only one having issues or you're having issues and they're not. And maybe they have an issue with females. You know, maybe they have an issue with dominant male figures. Like you got to get into the psychology behind this stuff to reach these kids. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I if like I was, it. If I was principal, that's what I'd do. All right, Principal Jones. All right. Go get that admin credential. <laughs> you too late you're too old too late <laughs> although i will say er, like i had a chance right early in my teaching career i did have one of my first mentors gave me that advice i didn't have my masters at the time and they said when you go get your masters and you will when it's time to get your masters go get it in administration because it's the only masters that gives you an opportunity to advance. Yeah, it is. And Upward it made perfect mobility. sense to me. Mm-hmm. Made perfect sense. If I'm going to get a master's, why not get it in something that allows me to advance in my in my profession? Uh, I didn't listen. No. You got your touchy-feely social yeah. justice and education. Multicultural masters. social justice education. You're going to heaven because that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. All right. Let's move on to our topic. Coronavirus, COVID-19. Week three for us at home. Yeah, we just finished week three. We just started spring break break today. Yeah. This is the weirdest spring break I've ever had. Oh, my God. I know. It's a staycation. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. We're going to do this and get through it, but it's weird. Yeah. You know, and, and, and... the metaphor, you know me, I love a good metaphor. Mm-hmm. The metaphor that came to mind was, and I'm not much of a car racing person, but I do understand, I watch SportsCenter enough to know enough that this moment to me felt like when there's a, there's a crash in a, in a race and, and, they, and they, they bring out the yellow flag and the race is under caution. And it kind of popped into my head because every single news, you know, thing that we were watching, everybody's on their own TV, you know, their own uh, computer screens, everybody's remote and under an abundance of caution, Mm -hmm. right? Under an abundance, that phrase is just flying all over the place. So, you know, that the caution kind of popped into my head and says, yeah, this is like, this is like when something disrupts a race. Like we were racing along. Oh yeah. Spring semester is a race. We were fully into it. We, where we teach, we were right at the midway point. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, we had hit the the midway point of our semester and yep. crash, mm. yellow flag, abundance of caution. And then like in a race, in, in, in these caution situations, everybody needs to slow down. And some of them will pull into the, the pit and they'll take care of their tires and refuel and stuff. And, you know, in a, in a race... 
in an actual car race, in those situations, they're not allowed to move up. So you can't like... Like you can't pass the guy in front of you? Everybody's got to stay. Like if you were in first place, you you stay in first place. If you were in third, you stay in third. Got it. You know? Um, And we're kind of like that, but kind of not. Like like our valedictorians are staying at the top? Yeah. I mean, so, so our, you know, understandably... Our, you know, this, this directive came from the governor, right? So the governor sort of, you know, passed down uh, what he was looking for. Mm-hmm. It goes down to the, you know, the, the, the education, our, our state superintendent, to our county, to our district, to our principal, and then it finally finds its way to us. But they, they, they handed down some directives. Yes. And I'm, we teach in California. I can only speak for what California has told us. I'm going to assume that there are similar mandates happening in other states. Yeah, I think so. But this is what we were told. Okay. So we, we moved to a distance. So we shut down school. We are not coming together. Right. We're not, you know, especially when they, they went into the whole, remember the sizes, the sizes of the groups that could gather kept shrinking. Yes. It was like a thousand it was like 250, then it was like 50, then it was 10. And then somewhere in there, they just said, okay, school's done mm-hmm. because we exceeded whatever the group size was. And so when they told us all to, to, to go home, but we're going to continue with school as best we can. And these were the directives we got. Distance learning. So online or we were making packets of material for students that do not have online access Mm -hmm. and in our district we actually we're a one-to-one school all of our students have chromebooks but then you have the issue of internet yeah they don't all have wi-fi right they might have had a chromebook that was broken true um they don't have the tech support right if something happens they can't bring it to the library and swap it out for a yeah spill a red bull on it and boom yeah no chromebook right so you know so so some sort of distance learning we were also told that the focus, we weren't necessarily moving forward with curriculum. We were focusing on material that had been already taught, relearning, reteaching, mm-hmm. going deeper into those subjects. So not a... Not initial instruction. Right. Review. Review. And Reteach. Mm-hmm. Go deeper. Okay. We were also told that student grades could only go up. Yes. They could not go back. They could not go down. Yes. Okay. And that was kind of a controversial, we'll, we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heck yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. And uh, what else? Was there anything else? Um, well, we need to videotape ourselves once a week. Well, that's some specific stuff for our yeah. district. They gave so us they some want, specific things that we wanted want communication the kids wise. to see our face. Yeah. So that was interesting because it's a video, right. not just reaching out via, you know, remind app or email, but they do want us to video. That's starting um, a week from now. We yeah. are to video ourselves either Zoom or just a right. video of us. Because these are all, this is all being figured out on the fly. I know, it's hard. We, we did not have a pandemic plan, school closure plan in place. No, who did? Yeah. Well, I would hope. Don't you think? <laughs> I, Don't you I mean. I'm saying going forward. Yeah. Do you think now? I mean, this might not happen for another hundred years, but you think, you know, whatever happened in 1918, they didn't put the plan together in 1918. Nope. When the last time this happened. Nope. So 2020, a hundred years later, we, let's hope that comes out of this. Yeah. That hit me when my 85 year old mom today said, I've never been through something like this. I was like, oh my (laughs) God, mom, you never say that about anything. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, yeah. Now, yeah. Now they'll, at every district, they'll hire like a a pandemic person, like a catastrophe person. Yeah. Put together some plans. Yeah. Jeez. All right. So let's kind of unpack what's what's these directives. Okay. Okay. So first, let's let's talk about not moving forward, not teaching new content. Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, I think for some subjects, it's easier than others. You know, let's take English, for example, language arts. It's a skills-based content area. So you are reading, writing, speaking in all forms. And you kind of just keep doing that. Yeah. You know, um, 
math, world languages, where where layers of skills build on one another, like a big wedding cake. Uh, yeah. I think that's hard. History. Think about history. <gasps> yeah. Right, they why... just stopped, right? I mean, history is very chronological, obviously, for mm. obvious reasons. Yeah. Right? But I guess, yeah, that is hard. Because by moving on, are they teaching new content? Yes. Right? New decades? Yeah. New, are they doing. just... That's hard. Yeah. Um, it's hard for fine arts. You yeah. know, it's hard for athletics. It's hard for my speech communications class because, uh, you know, ours is all about being together. I mean, we park our phones every day in a, in a Walmart shoe rack in the back of my room because we want to look at each other's eyes and like be together. And now it's all digital. But do you think that was fair? Do you think it's, it's coming from on high when they say, hey, we cannot hold student in this just in this new environment in this new situation where and this was very abrupt yes this was very abrupt we we did in our district we did not have an opportunity like we we went to school on a friday friday the 13th <laughs> dun, dun, dun. it was our grades were due yeah. for progress reports friday the 13th we went to school we had all of our students now coronavirus covid19 epidemic was out there it was, had any schools, had anybody shut down? Maybe San Francisco. Yeah. I think San Francisco. Because the kids were talking about it. And I yeah. was not hugging them at the door. I was right. doing elbow. We had stopped with the whole, um, you know. We were having them wipe shaking. the desks down. They thought that was overkill. A lot of them like, right. what's up? It's just a flu. Right. Um, but we, I, I didn't say goodbye to my kids. Yeah. And it almost like chokes me up to even we, think about it. Right. We went to school on that Friday. We went into the weekend yeah, and we were all sort of thinking maybe, maybe next week, maybe, maybe, maybe we were going to come back for one more week and then it might happen, the, you know, after that. But then we found out that weekend. Like certainly we were going to come back on Monday and say goodbye. Yes. Monday, Tuesday. And, and make our plans with our students. Hey guys, I need you to do this, right? Yep. You know, log into this or here, take this packet oh my or God. let me check out these, you know, books, to, you know, whatever yeah. it was that we were going to, you know, do in this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just poof. But no, it just gone. It was abrupt. It was, yeah. it was, um, it was really, man, really shook us. I know. I'm still emotional about it because, uh, at least we could have given, I don't know what, a pep talk, uh, you know, they could yeah. have remembered our, our voices and us looking in their eyes and wishing them well, instead of just like, Hey guys, have a good weekend. You know, just, yeah. it was just so casual. Um, but as far as the directive, I, I think it's fair. I do. I'm in support of, of no new teaching. And I, I'm going to tell you why. Um, if we are so easily kind of, if teachers can, can so easily be stuck behind a computer screen in their living room and deliver gorgeous new content without being face-to-face -face and without having that tangible learning environment. I think that's kind of dangerous as far as our career. Oh, you think we might not have a job anymore? I think... Is this one big test? We're going to all be replaced with like monkeys or robots <laughs> or robot, robot monkeys. The ro <laughs> <laughs> like... Pushing buttons, Google Classroom, yeah. get pushing a Zoom through, because um, it's it would be saying like uh, they can kind of do it all on their own. You just yeah. get the ball rolling. I mean, but there is online learning, right? There is yeah, there is online class there, and there's online courses that high school kids can take for now. for the right match. I don't say the right kid, yeah. but I say the right match. Yeah. Um, and we know, Matt, there's a lot of kids who are like, dude, I'm gonna take that online. And yeah. they go on, and they're like, Oh, I, that sucks. Well, remember I taught that class for a while. I, I had, I had that class. I had, you know, students in a room yeah. that were all taking a different online course. Cause they were making up, you know, these were like juniors and seniors that yeah. were way behind. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, yeah, they, it was hard. It was, yeah. And I was there and this was in a room with me to like help them when they had, you know, problems. And, yeah. But you uh, weren't teaching it. No, this was the, the were... instruction was coming. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Anybody that goes into who signs up for an online course situation, one, they're, they're going into it knowingly saying, I'm going to have the self-discipline mm -hmm. to, to log in when I'm supposed to, I'm, I'm going to have the self-discipline to, you know, do the work. Yeah. that I'm supposed to do in the time that I'm supposed to do it, where this was not that situation. No. Nobody, nobody willingly chose 
to go into this distance learning situation. Yeah. Yeah. So I do think, I think it's fair now that we're not teaching new content. I do too, because uh, we have no, we have no idea what's going on out there. No. Right. I have, when I have them in my room, in my classroom, I have total control of the environment. I know what's going on. I've planned, I've prepared. I can get their attention. I can redirect them. I can tell when they're not getting something. I can, you know, check for understanding. I can do all those things in this situation. No, I, I can't. Not to mention the room is warm or the room is cool. The room is clean. They've just been fed. Right. Um, if any kind of fight or anything breaks out, I'm there to break it up. There's yep. safety. You know, those hierarchy of needs, right, mm-hmm. are met. Mm-hmm. Once they leave our doors, that hierarchy can crumble. Yeah. And especially if you work in a, in a district that serves yeah. some of our low income. Now, this, this, this calls into, this is, this is a whole nother episode. I don't even know why I'm, why I'm bringing this up. Uh-oh. But let's just make a little note of this one. This whole episode... Are you making a note? I'm making okay. a note, literally. Uh, this whole episode calls into the into question the equity of homework, mm. right? Oh yeah, because we're all wringing our hands over over this, and I and it is a it is a real discussion, and I believe I agree with you. I think it is fair that we are not supposed to move forward and hold kids accountable for new things that we cannot in our presence in a controlled environment, mm-hmm. give them this instruction and, and do all that we do to, to help them learn new material. I think it's 100% fair. Uh, and it's fair that their grades cannot drop. Yes. That's important because we could be relearning and reteaching, but then holding them accountable for these assignments. Now in our district, what we're doing is we are allowing them to do makeup work from the months previous. Yes. So not only is their grade not going to go down, every single kid, really, if they put their nose to the grindstone, they could walk out with straight A's. What? So, I mean, no. every single one of them. That can't happen. They could sit. No, I'm shaking my fist right Chrome. now. No way. No, we you like this. La- you mean that lazy C student? Oh, yeah. That's I've been slacker bu- with the been, AirPods in and his I hoodie to, up. I have to tell him to take his hoodie off every day. I know. You're telling me. He's going to have a 4.0 for this semester. No. Uh-huh. Pointy tops in every class. Wow. <laughs> See, some some teachers don't like that. Yeah. You know, because they're thinking, right, but I've had kids working their tail off since January, and this, uh, you know, this stoner over here is going to waltz out with all A's. Well, they probably won't, but they have the opportunity the to. The opportunity. And that's exciting. Yeah. This you know? is This is where we we diverge. We, we, we pull away from our, our race car analogy because kids can improve their, their position. Yes. The kid who was in 27th place out of 30 cars in my class can move up to first yes. place. We could have a, in my class of 34 students, I could have a 34-way tie for first place. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, absolutely. I'm telling you that our son, Toby Jones, could have straight A's what? this semester. That would be great. <laughs> Get on it, Mrs. Jones. I'm on. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Get on it, We're talking about that next. Um, now, okay, even though, albeit we say it's fair, but it's tricky. It is. This is a tricky situation. Yeah. And it, I, I say about this, I get why this, like some of our colleagues are having a hard time with this. Yeah. I think teachers all around the, whoever's dealing with it, are maybe having a little bit of a hard time swallowing this one yeah like they're not an you know a because student. because they had set policies right they had maybe mm-hmm. had a late work policy mm-hmm. you know they'd had you know they'd already given opportunities maybe there was opportunities to come at, at lunch or maybe there yeah. was after school tutoring or maybe there was opportunities to retake a test and these students had ignored all of those things yeah. but now those they're absolved of those sins mm-hmm. and they're now allowed to make those things. I, I yeah. understand why there are teachers that are having a heart, but this is, this is not normal. This is uh, extraordinary times. Yes. And now, so you're going to have a bunch of different types of students, right? That look at this. You're going to have your kids that, that maybe um, grades are not an important factor in their home life. As long as they pass, cool. Yeah. And they might be sitting on a bunch of C's and 
they're like, hold on. So my grade cannot go down. Awesome. Yeah. Or your straight A kids. My grades cannot go down. Awesome. Yeah. I'm doing nothing. Aren't, and aren't, aren't, aren't our districts, aren't our schools trying so hard to not make that obvious? Yes. We're trying to kind of disguise. We're talking it all around. We're, <laughs> like we're calling it enrichment. Yeah. We're, we're and using like, all kinds on. of language. Yeah. We're not wanting to say optional. <laughs> no. And my... <laughs> And they're so smart. Some of my kids that struggle so much in school are the smartest ones. Like, hold on, Miss Jones. Wait, wait. Enrichment, meaning yeah. I said, well, I'm going to give you points, but if you don't do it, I cannot make your grade go down. And they're yeah. like, okay, so I don't need to do it. I'm like, yeah. well, it'd be great if you did it. <laughs> yeah, you really should. Wouldn't that be fun? You really should. You know, let's do it. Yeah. What else are you going to do? Yeah. But, um, you know, I don't know. Is it within their right? These little 17, 18-year-old seniors I have, um, you know, maybe they already got accepted into their college. They've got a decent GPA. They're just going to kick it and yeah. play Call of Duty. And yeah. I mean, we can talk about the ramifications. We will. We'll just talk about the ramifications yeah. of, of that. Yeah. But maybe before we get there, I think, you know, something we have to try to wrap our heads around, just how much this sucks for them. Okay. How much this episode really... Like, at first, when it first happened, there was a sense of like, oh, cool, right? Hey, n- cool, no school, because we all thought we were coming back to school, and then all of a sudden there was no school. And there was the, the initial yeah. sort of like, all right, cool. Maybe it's making our spring break two weeks instead of one. Right. This is awesome. But this turned into major Sucktown USA oh, real quick. God. Real quick. You know, prom, senior sunset. All spring athletics. All the sports completely just. So our spring athletes have played nothing else and just trained all, all yeah. year yeah, and all got our, their uniforms. Yeah. Oh my God. All those baseball players. <gasps> like our senior baseball players. And they're like, ba- a lot of baseball players are just baseball players. Oh yeah. You know, like they're baseball that's, through that's and through. Thing. And this was their senior year. Season had just started and then boom, done. Yeah. I mean, just, I was just thinking senior honors where they wear their cap and gown for the first yeah. time and they walk through the, the gym and all the underclassmen watch them and they walk to the song and it's the first time you, you know, pomp right. and circumstance. All of the end of the you year. Get the chills. Yeah. All the awards, all the spirit weeks. <sighs> Quite possibly graduation, right? I know. They have not pulled the plug on that yet, but, but how? But a bunch of universities already have. I know. Right? And, and we're starting to see sort of that that domino that are starting to sort of topple over, you know? And you know, our region in Tulare central Valley is much like Hawaii in that high school graduation for many is like the pinnacle of uh, their, their educational experience. Many don't go on to four year universities and it's a big deal. Yeah. The whole family's there, huge parties, air horns. I mean, they're so proud you know, and you see those kids in their capping out and those are the, like your rascals that you had freshman year and you're like, man, they made it. I'm so stoked for them. Yeah. They don't have any cords or any pins, but who cares? They're walking in their gown. Yeah. We don't get to do that. Yeah. By, by my math, 8% of high school is being just deleted. Wow. Just somebody hit the delete button yeah. on 8%. And you know, for, for, all of us adults, I want you to think about that. I want you to think about mm. taking 8% of your high school memories. And high school is so much, we so much of our development happens in high school. Oh, yeah. So much of who we are, right? Our character sort of comes into being in high school. Our experiences, mm-hmm. the the things that we go through in high school, and this is something big that they're going through, but yeah. um, we had a more normal high school experience where we got to go to we didn't have stuff taken away like this. No. Like you could make a new friend in your 30s and talk about prom, like bring up prom and total conversation, right? Oh my yeah. God. Well, what was your prom like? Oh, right. okay. that's going to come up to them in their 30s and they're going to say, I was a Corona grad. Yeah. I didn't get a prom. I didn't get a prom. You're like what? Yeah. I didn't get to walk. Yeah. I mean, they, they are, I mean, that's just part of life, but they are being altered yeah. right now. They're, they're their, their character, their memory bank. Yeah. Right. And our memory bank is, is the foundation of who we are. Yeah. So our, our memories and our experiences really form our brain and our character. And they're having 8% just. And I think this week, I know you have all freshmen pretty much, and I have all seniors pretty much, but this week I saw the, 
the real sadness set in. Mm-hmm. And I was getting texts from my seniors saying, Miss Jones, I didn't turn in. I didn't turn in my, they're actually doing their graduation speech right now. I know this is tor- terribly, almost kind of cruel, mm-hmm. but we, we write a commencement speech, every single one of them. And then a bunch of them will audition and they'll pick two speakers to speak at graduation. Oh. Now our principal said that she will hold auditions and there'll be some sort of filmed, even if we don't do it live. Right. But, um, you know, I, I really pushed them to write about the coronavirus and some of them have told me they are so down and their energy is gone. And I'm like, God, they're depressed. I was like, hey, yeah. you know what? Forget the speech. I don't care about right. the speech. I want you to get up and just walk around your neighborhood today. Yeah. Just, I want some sun on your face. I want you to try to get back into a normal sleep pattern. And I want you to move every day and get in sun every day. Because I'm really worried about a lot of my kids. They are low right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we basically took all the fun parts out of school and left them with school. Yeah. Like the suck part, yeah. which is like online education. Oh, yeah. Yay. Hey, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the yearbook advisor. And <sighs> so I have the task of completing our yearbook remotely with my yearbook staff. We've been working really hard and we're, you know, on the fly We're and we work with a great company. I work with, um, I have tree ring. Give them a shout I totally out. promote a tree mm-hmm. They're a great, great yearbook company to work with. Um, and because it's a digital, uh, platform, we're able to make some changes on the fly. We're able to go back and, uh, you know, these older companies that do these offset printing, it's really nice, high quality printing, but they have less f- flexibility. So with tree ring, we're able to go in and, and now make, you know, this, this whole epidemic, this whole pandemic shutdown part of our, our experience in the yearbook. And, but I'm going through, you know, all of these pages and I'm, and I'm looking at all of these pictures of groups of students just, oh my God. just beaming the luau the icebreaker just, dance just beaming right i mean these these homecoming this these sports teams pictures i mean just so much fun and and then it just stops oh and it just stops and there's so many things that we're not gonna you know some of these things would never make it into the yearbook anyway because they happen after yeah you know and and we're a yearbook we we uh i know some some in some regions they continue to make the yearbook all the way to the end of the school year. And then they distribute them after the school year. Oh. But for us, yeah, we, we have an April, uh, April 23rd. It's coming up in a couple weeks here. April 23rd is our, is our deadline. And, uh, uh, so there's normally some things that don't get in there anyway, but we're getting even less in there. So we're having to kind of find a way to sort of fill in those gaps. And I'm looking at all these pictures of just these, joyous. I know. I looked over your shoulder and got all bummed just, out today. Yeah, just these happy kids together. They were not social distanced. Mm. They were, they were within six feet of each other. Oh no, they weren't just together, like smashed no. together they were, in like they, photo booths. No, and they were within six inches of they, each other, six centimeters. They're so cute. And they're also beautiful. They were within oh six God. molecules of each other. Oh, that's all. That's high school. I know it's together. Yeah. So there's ripped apart. It is. It's, it's sad. So, but I know that our essential question is really wrapping around more. How can families with yes. teens yes. kind of work well, with them then, during this time? So right. Let's, let's get back to, we were talking just a minute ago about how these kids were kind of figuring this out. Wait, what? It's optional. Yeah. Wait, what? My grade won't go down. Mm-hmm. And yes, there's those, there's those savvy kids that are going to sit there and go, wait, I can, I can watch the entire I could all I could watch all seventeen seasons of whatever again. Yeah. Instead of do homework, they're figuring that out. Mm-hmm. But you know, they their grades are not going to go down, but they will. Oh, heck yeah! They will because we still have plenty of students, plenty of young, just hardworking go getting teens that are staying engaged. Oh yeah. I have a lot of them that don't need to be. Don't need to. They're a plus. Don't need to. But they're cranking out or, the work. Or they're even that the, the C student who had, who've had an enlightened moment of mm-hmm. like, wait, what? I know that I, I know that I didn't go to tutoring. I know that I didn't finish all of those assignments, but are you telling me that I can now go, make up for those yep. mistakes that I made. I can, getting it. I can make up and I can see my grade move up 
because that's happening too. We're seeing those. And so, yes, I do think it's fair that we've put this backstop in place mm-hmm. that this, this once in a century event is not going to harm your permanent record because they are a permanent record. I still have my transcripts from high school. They're permanent records, right? So we've, we've put a backstop in place. And those are some of those are seeing that that backstop is an opportunity to just go go lean against that backstop, mm-hmm. just to stop, check out, check out. But you know, it's kind of like the the tortoise and the hare. Right? I mean, that you can go take a nap under the tree, but there's people that are going to keep moving forward. Yep. And this is eventually going to end. Yes. We are going to come back together. We are going to resume normal life. And there are going to be people that were reading, writing, mm-hmm. doing Khan Academy math. Yep. Rosetta Stone working on a new language. Right. There are plenty of people out there mm-hmm. that are continuing to move forward. Now they've, they're obviously not at the same pace, right? We've, we've all kind of taken a, a little bit of a slower pace, but they're still moving forward. And the longer that this happens along the longer this you know holds out for which you know it's looking like it's going to be the rest of the school year yeah i mean it's really looking to be that way it is there are students that are going to continue to move forward and yes your your grade is not going to fall back but but intellectually yeah we're getting into the philosophy now your 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 brain is yes your brain is going to be less developed yep in this time period, and there are going to be those that are going to leapfrog in front of you. Yeah, there are. That's a hard sell to a teenager who who just realizes that their grade can't go down and wants to watch all 17 seasons of their favorite show again on Netflix. But, you know, the day is long, right? I think yes. they think they want to do that, but right. with no shape to the day... Yeah. And, and many of our kids have to give themselves their own shape to the day. They have parents that are still working or they're watching younger siblings. And um, they, they really can check out completely because it's all on them. Then we've got kids that have super strict parents, right? There's a printed out schedule they saw on somebody's Facebook page. And they're going to do math during this hour. And they're going to do social studies during this hour. And... If a teacher hasn't posted something, they're going to go online and get a 10th grade, you know, writing prompt for World War II or whatever. And that's what we're talking about. The, the, the playing field is not level. No. Um, you, know, you know what I thought with our own kids? Because <clears throat> I think we brought this up in the last episode. So we're both high school teachers. We have two teenagers. <sighs> our teenagers don't get... <laughs> <laughs> right our our two teen our two our classroom of two right now oh my god they don't get to um go lean against the backstop no um but you know in this new environment understandably what's being given out is not necessarily going to occupy their day like a day at school is Mm-mm. right so you know, we, we as parents with our teenagers teenagers at home, we do have to relax a little bit what we expect. Yeah. They're not going, you know, if your school day was 8 to 2.30, mm-hmm. you know, you you can't really expect your, your, your teenager to be engaged from 8 to 2.30. No. And, and think about like an hour and a half class, right? Let's say Algebra 2. They walk in, teacher greets them. They, hey, how was your weekend? How are we doing? Thumbs up, thumbs down, little niceties. Read the bulletin. Um, teach a new concept. Put them into groups. And they're going to talk about the party that happened, you know, Saturday yeah. night and how the cops came and that was fun. And blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh, There's passing periods. There's lunches. Coming, and... You know, let's do some more math. So in an hour and a half block, yeah. you're, not, you're, not, you're not fully doing math for an hour and a half. No. So if you're sitting at the dining room table, yeah. well, maybe you're doing math for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Yeah. It, it will suffice. Yeah. Because uh, we got to keep our sanity. The adults in the house. Yeah. And this is, I don't know why we are supposed to be pros here, Matt. You know, I've got almost 40 kids in each of my periods at school. And wow. I feel like it's easy peasy. Yeah. And then I've got like um, party of two, you know, yeah. Toby and London at the table. And, ooh, 
It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we've, so we've made oh. a schedule. If, if you're struggling out there and you need like an idea for here, we've made a schedule and you know, we start our school day a little bit later. We started at 9am, right? So we give them a little bit of a relaxed morning mm-hmm. and then we're trying to get, we're trying to have like 45 minute periods of work. So we're chunking every hour into 45 minutes of some sort of engagement, looking at the work that they're doing, you know, check in with your, your Google classroom, your email from your teachers, whatever, however they're communicating. Sometimes they're having Zooms, mm-hmm. right? Zoom. I love when they have a Zoom. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. God. Yeah. Zoom. Zooms, like five Zooms a day yeah. that were an hour each. Yeah. Anyway. So they're doing, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, in the absence of that sort of direct work, we are trying to reading. We have a teenage son and, you know, teenage boys, you know, famously are not huge readers, oh. but we're trying to instill, you know, get some reading time in. Yeah. I just picked up six books today at our library. I Ooh. snuck in. I know. Catcher in the Rye. Yeah. Good angst teen boy novel. Classic. Classic. Yeah. You know, know. another, we haven't done this yet, but the other idea I had was, and so in the absence of, you know, let's say that they've made up all of their work and let's say that they've done whatever enrichment activities that their school, their teachers have given them. I want to go back. There are some, there are some holes in our child's learning. And there are some things that have just changed from when we were kids. Mm -hmm. One of them is geography. Oh, geography. I, what happened? When, when, when did we stop teaching geography? At least around, you know, where our kids have grown up. Yeah. States and, and capitals. Yeah. The blank United yeah. States template that you've got just to fill go online. In. Totally. Go online, print out like a blank United. Let's, let's all, let's take this opportunity to all get on top of, if we're not already on top of it, let's get on top of our states and their capitals. Let's, let's oh, put, let's, boy. let's get that in the memory. Box. I, I don't know those. Okay. You. I grew, up gonna, in, I grew up on an island. I'm going to print one out for you okay. too. But you were- I can name all the Hawaiian islands. But you were also in the United States. Um, That is true. You were in the United States. But I know there's some fuzzy areas for me on the well, United States. Well, let's let's just, <laughs> let's do it all. This will be a family thing, okay. right? Here's another one. All right. And this is with my children, but I also see it when I've taught math in the past. Multiplication facts. Yeah. Without fingers. Stinks. <laughs> I know. Today's kids stink with their multiplication. Like that was a thing, right? I remember just having it drilled yeah. into me. And I remember having to like go up to the to the chalkboard. Oh, fear. To the chalkboard in front of the entire class. Yeah. I'd have to like, my teacher would like, you know, whatever. Let's say it was like the threes. We were, we were doing our, our threes times tables. And it would have like one through 12. <laughs> we, had, we had to learn all the way to 12. And she would just point to, you know, one of those numbers like five, 15. And you had to like, you had to be on it. Yeah. Right. She pointed to the seven, 21. It and might, it, it, if there was a lag, be too anxiety inducing. Do you think that's uh, why I got rid of it? It made it, it made us tough. I know. We're, but we're a little soft now. We're I tough. Think. Yeah. Little marshmallow. Yeah, so ti- so multiplication facts, times okay. tables. I'm, I want to bring that, but that's going to be something. If, if nothing else during this coronavirus epidemic, All COVID-19, right. whatever we're calling this thing, the shutdown, let's do the it. The 2020, shut down. I want every child in school, (laughs) I know, you know, uh, high school, middle school, let's adults too. If you don't know these things, let's take this opportunity. Let's, let's make it family projects. I want states and their capitals Mm -hmm. and I want multiplication facts through 12. Yeah. Through 12. I want you to know from one times one, the 11 to 12 to 12, times 12. I want you to know everything. We yeah. should be automatic on those things. Yeah. Do you have any, is there anything that you um, think that well, we should? You know, with, with Toby, it is the reading thing. Like I want him to be able to settle into a book and enjoy it. I want his mind to relax. I want the phone out of his hand. And, you know, sometimes I think I push too hard and I'm pushing him away. Um, and maybe just because I find great joy in reading, but does that mean everybody needs to? I don't know, but I just feel yeah. like a book is your best teacher. I don't care who your favorite teacher was in all the years of schooling, who you thought yeah. just nailed it. That little rectangular object, 
nothing teaches you better. There's there's nothing like than reading, being a reader. Yeah, to to just build the vocabulary. Oh my god! To get you to think. Yeah. yeah. So that's I don't know if that's a dream or a pipe dream, but that's yeah. that's my dream is to cuddle on the couch with a cup of tea. How about Tojo? I got. I just read. I just thought of another one. What? Memorizing poetry. Oh. What happened to that? Yeah. Right. Well, my my grandfather who yeah. passed away recently. My grandfather. He was he was like. 90 years old. <laughs> he remembered. And, and he could still recite poems he memorized as he a was child. amazing. As a child. What happened to memorizing poetry? I mean, what happened it, to memorizing anything? Yeah. Memorizing anything. What I love about memorizing, because we do do this in speech communications, but you know, this is an elective, right? right? So it's just a, we don't do it in all our English classes. But when they're up on the stage and their eyes go to the corner, searching for that next word, you know, they're so alive. Yeah. Like they're, they're not thinking about anything else. They're in the moment. They're visualizing. They're seeing it. And it's it's really gives me the chills. Yeah. Because rarely do we have that anymore with the the phone in their hand. Yeah. Yeah. So we're putting that on the list. So. Oh my so, god. Um, states. Slam. States in their capitals. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. write it down. States and capitals. Oh. And if you get that, then we can move on to world geography. But let's just start oh with the United god. States. Oh my god. Okay. All 50 states and their capitals. You know, we have enough coronavirus maps on the news. Yeah. We should really should know the right. states. They should be able to look at the the map on the news and be and you should be able to point. That should be a little pop quiz. There right? we go. Stand at the TV, point to one of the <laughs> Okay. Tell me the states that have not <laughs> gone with the shutdown. Okay. So states and capitals. Okay. Multiplication facts. Times tables. Through twelve. Oh. I don't like through the twelve. 12s. Yeah, twelves. All right. Okay. Um, reading, 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 and then memorizing and reciting poetry. I'm on it. Okay. You get the timetables. I'm yeah. going to cover the reading and poetry. Those are the four things. We're okay. Gonna, so, so in, if you don't have things for your child to do, if you're, if they're just, they don't have enough coming from their school. Yeah. There are four things I now, you could do. Let me add another thing. And I think this is really, really super sweet. And, okay. and Matt came up with this. Um, we, you know, the other day we saw our son, Toby, really struggling. Like we could really see it was weighing on him. He doesn't have his water club, water polo. His swim season is done. Um, you know, he has, he's an athlete and that's where he, that's where he gets his release. Right. And we could really see he's missing his friends. He's just, he was just really down. Yeah. And so they go to bed and Matt and I are like, how do we worry about Toby? Cause by far out of the four of us, he seems to be struggling the most, the teenager. And, um, and I said, he doesn't talk. Both of us like, God, we just can't get him to talk, you know? And then Matt came up with, he just grabbed a, you know, a little spiral notebook in the house and he wrote Toby a letter talking about how you said, yeah, well, you don't talk sometimes. Yeah. Which you, you do, but I knew what you meant. Yeah. You I'm, don't I'm express, a, you keep it in. I'm, I'm very typical male when it comes to that. And your dad did too. Yeah. And my dad did too. Yeah. I'm pretty lame emotionally. So, oh, honey, not lame, but yeah. So Matt kind of, <laughs> you kind of. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so he honored Toby's silence in this yeah. little letter to him, right? You honored it and you said, I could do better too. Yeah. But here's my idea. Let's both get better together. And what Matt did was kind of just slice the next page in half with a pen mark and wrote a question at the top. He said, I'm going to every day write a question for you to answer half a page. And then you're going to write a question for me to answer. It could be any question you want. Yeah. So you start, what was your first question? My first question, this was, I got deep with question number one. Oh, you must scared him away. Uh, I, no, he, it was, it was, he gave me a fantastic answer, but I won't, that's private. Between okay. Me. Yeah. But, we don't need to say that. But my question was, what do you imagine heaven is going to be oh, like? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. And I just, you know, and, and I'm not being religious here or whatever. I was just that the concept of heaven and, and the, and I just said, describe to me what you think it's going to be like. The, like the perfect place. Yeah. The perfect, like just, yeah. Heaven yep. as the perfect place. What do you imagine and what are you going to do and who's going to be yep. there? But and, hey, here's the trick. He answered it. Oh, totally. Now he would have never answered it verbally like at the dinner table. No. He would have schlepped it off, but he answered it. And then he came back for Matt's question. He wrote, um, what did you have? What did you have when yeah. you were young that I don't? Yeah. I was like, wow. Which is like, wait, that's flipped. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. What did I have? You guys have so much more. But Matt, you know, yeah. of course, came up with a great answer. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, so that's the writing component. So yeah. we're actually, you know, we're getting him to write. We're getting him to express. It's short and sweet. It's yeah. daily. It's kind of a father-son bonding without being too mushy. Yeah. So super cute. Yeah, that's great. That's you know, and I, and I think, you know, let's, we'll kind of wrap this up here. But I think, I think through all of this just big giant pile of poop that we're all having to deal with and our teenagers especially God, we're, we're, we're coping, we're dealing. And I don't want to make light of anybody's situation out there. And, you know, but, but adults at least have just more life experience. They have more to draw on to, to handle and to cope. And, you know, having this amount of time of my adult life, affected is much different than our teenagers having this much of their four years of high school oh, yeah. affected. Right. So as far yeah. as a percentage of their life, as they know it affected, they're really being hit hard. And this is a really difficult, challenging period for them. One that is going to have ramifications forever. Yeah. This is forever going to be a part of their DNA. Yeah. But I think through all of this, I think through all of the, just the, the, the hurt and the pain and the discomfort and the restlessness, I do see hope. Oh yeah. I, I am hearing like positive stories of just people helping, contributing. I think people even being surprised by how they're handling the situation. Yep. You know, and, and, uh, I, I had a boy tell me he picked up his guitar, been sitting dusty in a closet. Yeah. He's been writing some music. Um, a boy that hung out with his uncle, they'd been estranged and had had a falling out and now just out of sheer boredom. Yeah. Right. Um, it just, there's some neat things happening. And we're, we're slowing down a little bit, right? And sometimes yeah. when you slow down, it's like, I remember like I had not ridden a bike in a really long time and you know, when you're in a car, you don't, you don't necessarily see a lot of stuff, right? Cause you're going at a certain speed, but then I got in, I got, or I got on a bike and I, and I rode my bike around in an area that I had previously only driven my car around. And all of a sudden it was like, I saw so much more. Yeah. Right. I really picked up Good on analogy. Things. I picked up, I, I saw, mm-hmm. I saw, I saw beautiful things that I had not noticed before. Mm-hmm. And I think a little bit of that is happening. We're slowing down and we're noticing things and we're appreciating things that previously we had just sped past. Oh God. You know, just racing from one thing to another. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I don't, I don't necessarily know. There is going to be something long-term from this, not just within our teenagers, but just like how nine 11 forever Right. We still, the, our world has changed because of nine 11 travel has forever been altered Yeah, by nine 11. There is something that is going to forever. I don't know what that is, no. but it's going to be something, you know, our life, this is a life, huge life changing moment that we're all going through yeah, and we're all being impacted in different ways. And it'll be talked about forever because we, we always talk about the painful moments. Yeah. But I think our teenagers the most, and we have to really, really yeah. be sympathetic to that and, and understand because we know they whine a lot and we get irritated, but guess what? This time is not that. Yeah. This time is a time to love them. Yeah. Still be the warm demander. Yeah. And firm, but we have got to show them some grace because yeah. they're miserable. Yeah. And we got to we got to make sure we keep them moving. Yes. We can't let them go sit against the backstop. Even if they figure that out, even if they figure out, hey, my grade's not going to drop. We got to make sure that we mm-hmm. keep them moving forward. Keep and them let moving. them push back on us. Yeah. We're tough. We can handle it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Did we cover that enough? I I think we I got think it. So. We we blathered on way too. I know. Long. I think right. we did. But now we got to end. We got to end our show with our segment that we end every show with, and it's called "That's the Beauty of It All," because it's inspired by the song that we're going to play here at the end of the show. And hopefully, you listened to the last show, and hopefully, you listened to the song, and it's just a beautiful song. It's one of our favorite songs. And we play the entire song, and it's called That's the Beauty of It All. And it was written by our good friend, Brian Carmelich. And so we're going to end every show with an exactly 250-word um, just message. Which is really hard to do. Of beauty. <laughs> we're going to start asking for submissions, and you guys will find yeah, out. I was we're we're going to start 
asking, you know, you can check the show notes, go to our website, yeah. teachersavesworld.com. We're going to start getting submissions for both this segment and our beginning segment, the If I Was Principal segment. We want you guys to contribute. But 250 words, the last seven words must be, and that's the beauty of it all. And then we close it out with the beautiful song. That's the beauty of it all. So this week, I did last week. So this week, Lori is doing That's the Beauty of It All. So I'm going to hand it over to Lori. Okay. Thank you, honey. Hollywood makes movies about my job. Mr. Holland's Opus, Dangerous Minds, even Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And they should. Because I get to share four of some of the most important and impactful years of someone's youth. Even movies that are not specifically about teachers use the backdrop of high school as their setting. Why? Because it's iconic. It's a universal connector. It's a shared experience, a unifier. It's a rite of passage. Just whisper those two words to anyone and expect to see either a wistful thousand-yard stare or a gulp of relief that it's over. But very few have no emotional reaction to high school. Though I graduated in 1987, for the past 20 years, I've continued to go back, year after year after year. Alongside my students, I get to relive homecoming, 4.0s, and rallies. I also get to relive failed classes, detentions, and broken hearts. And I have the important, sometimes stressful, role of helping them navigate through their uncharted waters. My photo lives in their yearbook. My name may have been uttered at their family dinner table. And maybe, just maybe, if I'm lucky, they may repeat something I said to them, to their own children someday. Whether we're portrayed as saviors like Dead Poet Society's English teacher John Keating, rest in peace Robin Williams, or bumbling idiots like Ben Stein's drab econ teacher in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, we are stitched into the fabric of their youth. That's a privilege, an honor, and that's the beauty of it all. Oh, that was great, honey. Thanks, Matt. You know, I recently, I just, one morning I woke up early and, and I turned the TV on and Mr. Holland's Opus was, was on. I hadn't oh, watched it since on. it came out. I was sobbing. Like, mm. like five o'clock in the morning. I'm, you watched it before I got up? Yeah. God. Mr. Holland's Opus, I, it's beautiful. I love it. It's a great one. Say Anything might be my favorite, though. Oh. I guess that's post-high school. Totally. Take John it away, Brian. Cause that's 
verás.